0: What's going on, Phil and family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership as everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. You are now listening to the film frequency podcast hosted by your professionally unprofessional film critics, the film bros. ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the film frequency. <laughs> and that you hear is an inside joke between me and jb because he always talks about how how intro the podcast. i'm just gonna start being like sup bitches and just leave it at that it's like someone slid into your asshole i mean i gotta i gotta bring up the energy like they're coming in they want the energy if i don't bring the energy they think something's wrong with me i gotta bring the energy jb I'm with it. I'm with it, bro. That's how you you start up a show. (laughs) But I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my brother, the prodigal one, JB. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? What's going on, film
1: family? Glad to be here. Glad to be talking another movie. Let me ask you a question. Where the fuck are your headphones
0: at, man? Why don't you have any headphones? I don't need headphones, bro. What do I need headphones for? Why don't you need headphones?
1: Yeah. What
0: if the sound goes back we're into your mic? Like a, we're brothers. I like can hear you here. Okay. Bye. Fair enough. Fair enough. We also, I have, also, I have this as well. Oh, you do have a head. You fucking dickhead. I can't say <laughs> your ass. Uh,
1: no, no. This is a dickhead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My fucking voice is going out. I do not have Corona people, by the way. This is just from yelling. Uh, he does CDC. He does um, CDC. Oh, did, did you hear did, exactly did you, did you hear like some people uh didn't want to watch tom hanks movies when he first got diagnosed with corona because they thought that they could catch it that way Bro, i hope you're joking i'm, right yeah, now. I'm, I'm i was are, are they're really that stupid i'll see you the article there? like people are really that dumb man but uh nonetheless wow we are not here this week to just clown on each other about dickheads and uh coronavirus we're actually here to, to review the banker now this is an interesting film because it was Can i just was...
1: say of all the movies of us joking around and clowning around we chose the banker such a serious movie <laughs> exactly. for this opening
0: <laughs> so what's your plan mr Garrett? how would you like to buy a bank what the hell do we know about banking owning a bank is like owning the other side of the real estate business there's a few complexities you just left out like what Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not wake up black this morning? Cause I'm pretty sure I did. Yep, still black. I got my head full of dreams. I came here to try my hand at real estate. <laughs> you mad at a millionaire Eunice? <laughs> you know that time never I like seeing black men succeed. Sometimes I even invest some of my own money to back them. I know you're smart and ambitious. You and I both know that's not a lot. It's
1: time that someone shine a bright light on in order for things to change.
0: Are you starting to buy real estate in white only neighborhoods? Keep one eye open. I think about all the good we can do for the community. Taking it to the man. That's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> but uh, this movie was supposed to come out a few months ago. It was delayed due to some controversy with the main character's son, right? Uh, thank you. Yes,
1: Anthony Mackie's son in real life. Uh, apparently, um, his daughter um, released a statement that her her uh, half-brother half brother
0: was sexually assaulting right. her. Correct. But we are not here to talk about the controversy. We're going to steer clear of that. Um, we're actually here to review the movie. So something that we're going to do for anybody who's been listening to us for a while, we're going to do something different. We're actually going to have a bout. We're going to try to keep it at about five minutes of non-spoiler discussion. For those who want to maybe hear our thoughts on the movie, then come back for more of the spoiler discussion. And then we'll, after the non-spoiler discussion, we'll break into spoilers and the full plot breakdown. So for the non-spoiler pers- portion of the show, we're just going to be talking about our overall thoughts about the movie and the performances by Samuel Jackson and Anthony Mackie. So where do you want to start at? You want to start with the performances, JB, or do you want to start with our overall thoughts on the film?
1: Well, how about we give a breakdown of the kind of the synopsis okay. of, of a little bit what it, what it's about? Um, for those who don't know, it's a true story.
0: Hayes, you want to get a little more into that? <laughs> it is a true story. This one is based off two black bankers who really were able to turn um the uh what's the word housing well, market? Yeah, the housing market completely on its on its head because at that time uh black people really weren't own allowed to own a lot of property or if they did that they they were specific parts of the neighborhoods and at specific rates so what they did uh they started buying banks and that is how we're going to leave it there for the non-spoiler portion of the of the show um but what do you i mean well just of this discussion this part of the discussion what do you think about the the, the the movie overall What are your overall thoughts on the film
1: I mean I thought it was a good movie Obviously when we go through the spoiler we'll go a little bit more But I thought overall it was good The pacing was good um, Nothing spectacular mm-hmm. You know you didn't get like an amazing score Or, or all these great camera shots But it wasn't a movie f- about that it was a movie telling a story and uh, building drama. And I think it was packed to dramas, packed to story. Um, and Anthony Mackey, his performance. I mean, when I think Anthony Mackey, you're, you're a, a comic book head. So I know you know him as, like, the Falcon in the MCU. The only thing I remember him in, honestly, I think I've seen two movies of Anthony Mackey outside of MCU. One, obviously, was him playing Papa Doc in 8 Mile. <laughs> and the other one, I really don't know what the name of the movie was, but... It was he had like a million kids in the movie where he he was like oh, donating. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? What was it?
0: he was baby he daddy? Me. I think it's called. He hate me. She hate me. That's what it's called. What's where that? he was like he got all these women pregnant. Oh no, that's and, um, that's that's a different one. What is the name? I
1: think maybe? it's called. I think it's called baby daddy.
0: Okay, that may be it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he was like selling his sperm, or I don't remember if he was selling or whatever, but he was getting all these women pregnant. Anyway, um, his performance in this film was amazing. I did not expect it at all for him. I'm not saying it's Oscar worthy, but for what I'm used to from freaking 8 Mile and that other, uh, other movie, definitely did a good job. And also Samuel Jackson, he's always good, so.
0: Yeah, um, Anthony Mackie has developed into a great actor. And I and I like he's one of the things like I I appreciate what he's been able to do in the MCU and what what that's done for his career and probably his his paycheck as well his his bank account but I think him being in those movies he doesn't get to flex his acting skills enough and that's what people mostly know him from or are going to know him from so they may not know just how great of an actor he's become he's the main he's took over the main character role in the netflix series altered carbon which i haven't finished season two yet he took that over in season two but i mean really he's he's not had a great breakout role i don't think for him outside like the mcu is is completely its own beast i don't think he's had a, a great breakout role yet and it sucks because as really good as this movie is, it's not, like you said, it's not great or anything. It's not anything that I think is going to be up for any awards, or anything, but it's not because of the performances or the writing. I honestly think if you would have had a different, like if you would have gave this movie to Spike Lee, I think it would have instantly, like it would have been elevated some, um, because this really, I, I mean, hats off to Apple for wanting to tell this story and picking a story that most people probably weren't aware of and that no one else has done before. But I think that the, constraints of it being one of the first apple plus big bigger movies definitely shows in the way that in the production of it overall like i think that it plays a role because it's not a beautiful film the cinematography isn't great at all it's all about the story in this and i think if you would have took that great story and added some of that cinematography or just made the movie so a director who has a unique eye that people more people would be talking about this movie even minus the controversy
1: yeah I agree with I agree with that 100% um, I don't honestly I don't even know Who the director of this uh, this particular film Is but yeah I think if they had somebody With a little bit more uh, experience I don't even want to say experience because I don't even know who directed This could have been a great director for all I know But yeah just it was just lacking a little bit something Unfortunately but it still Does not take away from the story which is a great Story and anything that's A true story I'm always behind
0: Yeah the director of this one Is George uh, Nafoli Nafoli uh, however you pronounce it, he's he directed the Adjustment Bureau, which also had okay. Anthony Mackey in it. He uh, directed Birth of a Dragon, which was uh, a martial arts film. Okay, um, and he directed directed another movie called Spectral, which I've never heard. It's a science fiction movie. I've never heard of this before at my, at all. And you know, what was funny is that find and the Adjustment Bureau was his first movie directing. It was a, his directorial debut. So him directing the adjustment bureau and coming to the banker, I'm really surprised that it didn't have, because I loved the adjustment bureau. I loved it. Um, So maybe it was a budget thing. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just, I really think this movie would have been better with a different director. You know, the budget was only $11 million, but the story doesn't really call for a big budget. I don't think either. So,
1: yeah, I don't think when they, when they came out with this film and which is okay, by the way, I don't think when they came out with this film, they're like, we're making a hundred million off of this yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It, it, first of all, it was released on Apple Plus, so that's impossible. Secondly, I think they just wanted to tell a good something with a good story, mm. and and I think they did a, they 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 accomplished that. So we, we weren't gonna get that big budget look or feel, and and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about Samuel Jackson in this movie? Well, it was kind of weird not hearing him say motherfucker every ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but. Uh, I still think he did a good job. Um, and that this man, Samuel Jackson, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. He's very versatile. I mean, we're used to seeing him in those MFR roles, mm-hmm. but then he pulls out a performance like this where he just kind of flips the script and he still has that Samuel Jackson swag, but it's more cerebral in yeah. this movie. But he still has that that SLJ swag, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that I think you hit the nail on the head saying that we're used to seeing him in these like these over the top characters these loud boisterous cussing out the t- all the time characters or like he plays some like uh for example in the Django uh Django Unchained, and chain he plays just somebody who's just really over the top in the caricature kind of 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 real life characters in this one he just acted his ass off and it's good to mm-hmm. see um this that you can tell that it was a role that he was probably really interested in doing. Maybe it was the story that got him because he really seemed engaged in this and not like sometimes Samuel Jackson makes a lot of movies and some directed to to like DVD and VOD where you can just tell it was just a check. Like that, that paid for his car for that, for that, for that movie. This one, it didn't, I didn't get that feel at all. And it really felt like he was, he showed up and was just, just act. He just acted.
1: Would you say this was uh, his best acting performance or one of the best acting performances? I know he was pretty solid in uh, Django Unchained, but what do you
0: think uh, okay so by his best acting performances are we talking about just flat out acting no over-the-topness just for, yeah no over-the-top and foot comedy or just straight acting like would, drama acting i would have to i haven't sat back and, th- and thought about it and thought about the different roles but just off the top of my head i would definitely say this has to be up there
1: yeah and, i would say top three i have to sit down and think about it but this and the Django Unchained, and like like i said those are probably two of the top ones and uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything else, man. First of all, how many roles like this has
0: he done? Period. That's, you know? that's true. That's true. Um, he does a lot of a lot. Of, yeah, he really doesn't do a lot of roles that he's just acting. In. He's not playing a, a super big, loud character. So, you know, I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed this for what it is. But you know, one last uh, actor that I do want to point out. I know that we uh, just put Samuel Jackson and Anthony Mackie on this list. Nicholas Hoult who uh, is someone who seemed... It really seemed like at one point his his star was on the rise. Like, he, he was in the X-Men movie, and then he had, uh, what was it called, warm bodies when he played the zombie that kind of gained his humanity. And, like, for that two or three years, it seemed like he may be one of the next guys up. Up-and-comers. Yeah, yeah, up-and-comers. And since then, I mean, he's he's worked. It's not like he hasn't worked or anything, but no one really talks about him. And I think in this, in this film he while his character didn't have have really a lot of the depths and a lot of the scenes that of course anthony mackie and samuel jackson did but for example like the scene and without getting too into spoilers that he had when his wife and his wife was kind of like well they can't be smarter than you and he was like just the the facial acting that he did in that was like hey don't say that and without like judging his wife because he understood why she was saying that but he kind of said like we shouldn't be talking like this like these people have helped me like that scene really showed to me that this guy's a really solid actor. I'll tell you this right now, and I, I, I want—I don't want to go too much
1: into it because, again, this is supposed to be non-spoiler. But you know what Anthony Mackey's character went through in this movie? Yeah. You know what Samuel Jackson's character went through this movie. However, neither of their characters gave me emotion like his character. Yeah. What was his What was his character's name in the movie again? I, uh, I forget. Damn, what was his name? Uh, Matt. Matt, Matt. I yeah, no, no, right, no. He garnered the most emotion from me, and we'll get into it on the other side. Why? But his acting is acting is is good. He is skillful, um, and it's hard to be like that when you have Anthony Mackie and Samuel Jackson next to you. But he he held his he held his own. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. it was a good supporting role. Absolutely.
0: Well, that's what about if, what about Neil Long, bro? Uh, Nia Long is always solid. Like I, 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 I. She. Neil long is one of those actresses that show up or actors just period in the game, not just actresses. Um, she been gone so long. I feel that she get delivers a great, like she, she has, she kind of falls into that thing where all her characters have started kind of being the same a little bit, like shades of the same person, but it's a very, she, she, she's always going to be solid. Um, so yeah, she 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 definitely held her own, and she you know some of the scenes that she had too, where she was like, "Don't let him uh, move anything else. Don't let." And even towards the end, like she she got she got her scenes. Of course, not as many, but she did get her scenes to show what she could do. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, it's funny because she's only been in less than ten movies since from now to since two thousand and eight. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. When was her her last film? Because I feel like I haven't seen her in forever. Uh, she was in Forty Seven Meters Down, uh, the sequel, Uncaged. Uh, she was in Keanu. See. She was in Roxanne, Roxanne, which was a Netflix original. Uh, so she's been in some stuff, uh, but like the last big thing that she had would probably be Best Man Holiday, which is a sequel to the Best Man that came out in 2013. Oh, I still remember from I don't know if you ever seen Made in America. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's old school. <laughs> but let's let's crack this open. Let's get into the spoilers. Spoiler, bro. What? Hey, did you know the story of these two uh, individuals before we watched the movie? Because I did not know at all. Honestly, I had absolutely no clue any of this ever happened.
1: Obviously, if you use common sense, something like this at some point had to have happened, you know, because at some point, African-American people were not allowed to buy homes. So obviously we know something happened to crack this whole thing open,
0: but I never knew the story. Yeah. And I think when you when you see the way of Anthony Mackie's character, how he originally is uh, working with the Irish dude and him and the Irishman have that conversation where he's like, look, basically, he says, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't know what it's like to be black, but I know there are people that I do business with that shake my hand and immediately spit after I leave all because I'm Irish. And you know it's unfortunate that that character died, and then they kind of had. That's when Samuel Jackson's character coming came in the mix and everything. But you got to see very early on that Anthony Mackie really wanted. He wasn't necessarily in it for the money. He was in it to make an impact and to fl- and change to, and, and to make a change. And that is automatically what endeared me to the character. And I think you know his pride and we'll also ultimately talk about his hubris which I think all played a huge part in his downfall once they wanted to go into Texas but I think like that first 20 25 minutes or however long it was really got did a good job of like us getting behind him as a character
1: yeah I mean immediately I was I was rooting for him from the beginning because yes you always want to see the the poor man um, succeed but more importantly it was why he was trying to do it yes the money was good but it was more the messaging behind it like he wants to open this up and it wasn't only about the business end of it like yeah I want to I want to open doors up for other black men and black women to own um, own property it wasn't even so much that it was he was buying these buildings and then moving in Black families that otherwise couldn't afford to live in properties or in these nicer areas. And he said from the beginning, like, I want to buy homes in white areas and bring families in. And that's exactly what he did. You know, they would show the map Mm -hmm. and he literally had the words like white on it or something. And he was just kind of
0: taking it over. So, yeah, that was great. Yeah. And, you know, once they got into the place of buying banks, right, and being able to give out loans, it was like, like you said, I had no idea that it was able to happen. But when you see how smart he was, right, of, of like, he didn't do it. Because, like, I think a lot of, like, if this story would have been fictional, a lot of stuff that they would have told would be, like, oh, well, he gave black people lower rates than what they should have just because they're black. He didn't do all that. He wanted to no. legitimately give people fair rates, and he looked at it. But he wanted to give that same opportunity to black people who didn't have it before. And because of that... Like he completely flipped this, this, the, the dynamic and had they not gone into Texas and you know, to get into the actual story, like his dad, I forgot what his dad said to him when he was younger. Like uh, he had told him that he wanted to do something. He was like, like leave that dream alone or whatever. And he went back, he, he visited his father and then he was walking around in the South with his son in Texas and he saw that bank and the will started turning in his head and he wanted to buy that bank. And it sucks that if he would have never tried to do that in the south in texas he probably would have never went to jail
1: yeah i think i think he got a little bit too big for his britches but yeah. always look at it half full if he would have never went to jail with all due respect you might not even own a house today
0: yeah the the fair housing act was basically directly because of that and while he did go to jail when he gave his um his testimony uh they they did lock him up it, it brought so much awareness to what was going on because they he had the public eye on him. It was kind of hard to ignore at that point. And I had, like, somebody who works in banking, and I know the, the Fair Housing Act very well, did not know at all that it was in response to a story like this.
1: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe April of this year will be the 52-year anniversary because I believe it was April of 68, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I mean, although um, they kind of let it their downfall and and they both did time, um, what eventually came out of it was something good that that will be remembered forever, obviously.
0: Yeah, and what do you think about, like, the character, Matt? So we talked about, and that's Nicholas Holt's character, and so— we, we go through the scene. Uh, they eventually ask him to be, basically, to act as one of them. He was the face of the company because a black man couldn't go in and buy banks. They would have laugh, laughed them out of it, out of the damn office, if not tried to arrest them as well. Um, so, that he was kind of the face of it. He was showing up at, at these meetings or whatever. Uh, Samuel Jackson's character was dressing up as his chauffeur. Uh, and it's just, that was just hilarious. But, um, ultimately, like, he wanted his own bank. He got his own bank. And... Completely just was not ready. Fucked everything up. Um, And it sucks because, like, you see scenes of him, of, like, them teaching him uh, numbers, him saying, I can remember it, and, and him sitting down and helping them seal some of the deals of these. But once he gets his own bank and starts making his own decisions, he was really in over his head. And I think gullible as well. And that's what... That's what kind of hurt him. is him being gullible to the things that were going on.
1: Yeah, I think he was. I think he was actually ready. They trained him really good. Anthony's Mackey, uh Anthony Mackey's character trained him really good. Well, his downfall was exactly what you said. He was gullible because where the downfall came was when they when he they opened up the smaller bank, which I believe was called the Marlin, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, the Marlin Bank, and he took over some of the accounts and he opened up these accounts for these these um, African American clients. There's a certain boundary that he was to stay in terms of how much he can loan and, 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 you know, the, 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 the terms. And he went past whatever the red line is. I don't remember whatever the red line was. He went past that red line, which is fine because Anthony Mackie would always look over the numbers and he specifically told him like, Hey, you got to take that out, take that out We can't give loans to these, they don't qualify And he forgot to do that And from the minute they found out, like, hey, this is black owned They were just auditing everything left and right So they had to close out all those accounts And obviously, you know, after they had to close out those accounts He tried to switch to the other bank And that ended up fucking things up even worse
0: Yeah, and then they, it also contributed that uh, the, the bank that they bought in Texas uh, The person who sold this to them, son Was really trying to sabotage them uh, and Correct. I forgot that character's name uh, behind the scenes as well. So it was it was it was a lot working against them, but at the same time, uh, it, it just it was you can see where there was a lot of different things that ultimately played a part in it, and there was a lot of different places that they could have if they would have not put him in charge of that bank, or if they would have not went into Texas, or if he would have been looking over things a little bit better. If also they never got exposed as being that was one of the best scenes as well when they got when the guy found out that they were actually black owned, and he was like, well no your dad knew about it you you even asked about us and he he was like no i didn't how would you even know that and he samuel jackson puts on the glasses like do you remember me now it's like it shows that he didn't even pay attention to black people being in the room just because of the status that he thought they would little do you know you have one of the masterminds sitting in there the whole time right and and the thing was they wanted to give
1: uh nicole's character a chance to run his own bank because that was the the agreement from the beginning like hey you guys are getting the first one. The second one will be, will be mine. Like as a thank you for him helping, and yeah. he also wasn't really pushing the fact, but really it was his wife that was like, "Hey, they promised you they need to give this to you." So, you know, they gave him the bank, and like you said, he wasn't necessarily ready for it, and that led to their demise, sort of. That's,
0: hey, white women lead to the demise of great men all the time. There you go. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. Just, I'm just, just ask OJ. I'm just whatever whatever listeners we had left, we just <laughs> lost them. Thank you. All our listeners are now gone. That's it. They're like these two motherfuckers, these colored brothers over here. Fuck these motherfuckers. Uh, I'm just joking, people. We're just joking. My my dad's white. I'm just joking. Uh, there you go. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you throw that out there. But yeah, my dad's white. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my co-host, my uh, my
0: friend, his dad is white as well. Plus, like your cousin's married to a white guy, we just got to throw all it in there, all the qualifiers. Yeah, in there.
1: I'm just I'm just doing all. I mean,
0: that's my disclaimer. You threw in yours, I'm throwing in mine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, what do you think about like what happened? The fact that they uh, then after all this came down, they get arrested. Uh, the Prosecutors c- cuts a deal with Matt. He turns on them. We'll get into the twist at the end, either because I didn't see that coming, but he turns on them, and then they still were trying to get help Anthony Mackey and Samuel Jackson avoid jail time. All they had to do, uh, I forgot what they, they how what t- type of testimony they wanted them to give or whatnot. But they had a chance, and Anthony Mackey just he wanted to go out and make a statement, and they ultimately did three years in jail, had all their assets seized, all their buildings seized. I forgot how many buildings they owned at the time all, but I think they were able to save three, uh, and other than that, they lost everything.
1: Yeah, I think they um I I, I want to say I don't remember how much they had, and um they seized everything. So his wife, Anthony Mackie's wife, Neil Long, couldn't have got anything. They seized all the money, all the assets, everything. And um I think what they wanted them to do, if I recall, was they wanted them to plead guilty, but they wanted them to say that um something along the lines of like. Oh man, I don't remember what it was. Um, and I know it was such an integral part. But they, they wanted them to make a statement, and not only plead guilty, but to make a statement to where like this would never happen again. Yeah. And like have it that that like black man or anyone anyone colored would never be able to like own property again. And I Anthony mean, Mackie was like, "Fuck that, send me to jail."
0: Yeah, yeah. And then they so they get out of jail after serving their three years. And uh, what they didn't know is that. Uh Anthony Mackie's character actually made a deal with Matt Nicholas Holt's character that he would buy them two houses in the Bahamas. And ultimately, that led them to being able to do real estate in the Bahamas. And then they came back uh, to the United States and actually bought more buildings and houses. So it all kind of worked out um, just a great it was really just a good story. Like I, I, I it was I didn't know what the movie was about fully. Uh before watching it I just knew that it was about people black people buying banks. Um so it 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 really had me engaged throughout the whole time. What are you laughing at you bastard? Because I'm just thinking like that's your that's like the BT review. Hi, I'm
1: C.O. Hayes right now, the banker. Yeah, it's just black people buying <laughs> black banks. Black <laughs>
0: people buying banks, motherfucker. Uh you got go the motherfucker cuz of Samuel. L. Jackson. That's the BT review. <laughs> I'm so glad this was not a BET movie by the way.
1: Oh, God, this movie would have went a whole lot different. Yeah, a whole lot different. We wouldn't have had Samuel Jackson. We would have probably had, like, Marlon Wayans or some shit. I don't know. Who. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Could you imagine Marlon Wayans playing uh, Anthony Mackie's character? That shit. Like, been
1: Marlon been Wayans played. from, like, um, Don't Be a Menace. Uh, like, Loke Dog. Loke Dog Marlon Wayans. <laughs> like, um, I need to buy that that uh, bank.
0: Motherfucker. <laughs> <With the gun. laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, uh, anything left with the movie that you want to talk about specifically, bro? Nah,
1: man. If you haven't seen this, definitely go and watch it. It's a really good message. Um, uh, props to Apple. Apple Plus. Um, this is a good one they got. I haven't seen too many um, Apple Plus movies. So, yeah, this is this is definitely a good one to watch. And um, I'm excited to see what else
0: they got coming. Yeah, I mean... And, um Apple Plus really has had some really good content. They had the show uh, that M Night Shyamalan had a, had a part in. I can't remember the name of it now. That was really good. I know you like horror; you should watch it. I think it's I think it's like six six to eight episodes or something like this. So it's not like an extremely long thing. Um, that was that was really good. Um,
1: but does 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 he um, direct?
0: He he does, and he actually did not write. I'm it. a big fan of his. He doesn't he did not write any of it, so it doesn't have like the 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 twist. The over it does have a it does have a twist. But he didn't write the twist, so it's not like one of those. Over the twist is revealed very quickly, so okay, yeah, very early on. I think even in the first, I, I I'm pretty sure that I can say in the first episode the twist is revealed, so that gets out the way pretty quickly there. Um, but yeah, they've they've done a little. I haven't watched. Um, there was a, there's a show on there that everybody's talking about, uh, and it has it has the 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 daughter from uh, and i she's done a lot since then from Married with Children in it. What is the name of that show? Christina Applegate. Yeah, Christina Applegate's in it, and it's getting. Yeah, like, I think I've heard of I've heard of something like that. It's getting great reviews. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
1: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, damn, I forgot the name of it. I know you were talking about though, because I saw her. I saw. I saw it on somewhere, advertisement online or something. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Apple Plus is really, you know, we've talked about the streaming wars before. I don't even think we mentioned Apple Plus at the time. I don't know no. if they had officially launched or not. But, you know, Oprah's actually doing some uh, exclusive content there for them mm. as well. So, you know, that's going to get people to show up. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it seems like they are really taking their time. And whereas what they're doing versus Disney Plus, and that's my issue with, that I said with Disney Plus, is that they have actually... They have had a, a, a steady stream Of exclusives Like once one exclusive ends We get a movie Then, when, then that movie has It's couple of weeks And then we get another series And then a movie So they seem to have a, Their exclusive A little bit better planned out Than Disney Plus did Which is definitely good. It's called The Morning Show That's what it's
1: called Oh oh yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact
0: <clears throat> The Morning Show Isn't um, Is Jennifer Aniston In that as well? Yeah Reese
1: Witherspoon's yeah, they, in it too They won some They won some Some awards this past season That
0: doesn't even surprise me
1: yeah, because Nicole, um, um, Jennifer Aniston, uh, I almost said Nicole Aniston, which is a porn star. Jennifer Aniston, um, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston won. Um, I want to say she won a go uh, a Oscar for that. It was either an Oscar or a um or a Golden Globe or something
0: and uh yeah for that show so yeah i definitely have to check that out yeah definitely gotta check it out I, <clears throat> I you know i mean it's it it seems like apple plus is doing good right now with their uh with their with their programming. so we'll see how that continues to build out man yep but anything left jb no man just enjoy talking about the banker um good pick there and uh yeah we'll see what we get next yeah for sure uh so we'll see what's coming up next we actually i think we're, we talked about we're going to like do a poll we're it's going to be basically streaming content so this is your chance really to give us a suggestion on anything streaming you think we'll like that we haven't talked about or haven't checked out uh you may also hear some reviews from us of some things that we missed uh over the last year or so be on the lookout for that, but I got nothing left, JB. Go ahead and give me your social media.
1: Well, I can be reached on Twitter, at the P1JB. And, of course, I can be reached on Facebook, Javid Bashirula, And uh, Hayes is going to give us the information about the Facebook group. Also, for anyone watching on YouTube, remember to like, share, subscribe. You know the whole nine. Um, we're trying to put more YouTube content, more video content out there. Just remember to share this. And um, shout-outs to... To everybody who watched uh, the platform, I know we've been getting some uh, good numbers here. It might be our most viewed uh, video, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, he'll probably talk about that a little bit.
0: That was our most viewed video within 12 hours of it being released, which is just it's flabbergasting how quick people hopped onto that. I know uh, the platform's been getting a lot of Uh, attention especially on social media with the the isolation and everything that people are going through the quarantine um so the fact that that many of you guys showed up uh for a review from us when i know there's a lot of other major uh reviewers out there who have reviews on it we appreciate it we're uh, a few away from 300 views on that video so uh really yeah we're we're at 292 on that video shit yeah so i think 290 of them are mine and, and 89 of those just to give a peek behind the analytics uh, i know this is great content for people who don't care about this type of thing uh 89 we're doing the baker so we have to give some kind of numbers 89 percent of those views came from a youtube search so people are clearly searching out uh the platform information on the platform so uh we're glad that you found your way to us and hopefully you stayed around you subscribe to the podcast and all that good shit but uh if you haven't
1: seen the platform definitely go ahead and check it out and when you're done watching it it's on netflix go over to youtube the film frequency and watch our review absolutely
0: but that's it uh you can follow me at ceo hayes is that c-e-o-h-a-i-z-e if you want to follow us collectively you can do so at the p1jb why did i just get thanks bro if you want to follow us collectively, you can do so at the Film Bros Pod. If you want to send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Film Frequency Pod at gmail.com. And lastly, that discussion group that JB talked about, just search the Film Frequency Podcast or the Film Frequency, and I'm sure it will be the first thing to pop up. We'll be looking out for you guys there so you guys can join the discussion and we can have fun talking about this good and great entertainment news that we like talking about. But for JB, uh, that's it for this week. We are out. Peace. let's go buy some let's go buy some banks with that 10 I wish cent check could buy some fucking banks bro i wish <laughs>